legit as zaddies. Hey, hey. We's here, LA's best crew. Yeah. Caliente Girls on Dash. Hey, you all listening to the Caliente Girls. Are you re- ready for Caliente?
Didn't wanna be 
fans, fans, have them request your song. 833-63-GIRLS. That's 833-63-GIRLS. individual i would say misty misty page right yes misty page misty page it is Mm -hmm. all right well let's um let's get right down to the point i like your outfit and it's a trip that you got the same exact color as me oh my goodness it's i didn't even (laughs) notice that but you're totally right yeah it's like um i'm matching you know this is my favorite color i love i love this burgundy crimson burgundy color yeah 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 Yeah. okay Mm -hmm. so for the audience that cannot see you, you have yeah. a full, what's this outfit So this called? is a, a jilbab. It's sort of a, a head-to-toe covering. Um, I converted to Islam probably about three years ago. And so this is like my everyday dress here. Okay. Um, I also am wearing a niqab, which is like a face veil. Okay. Um, I don't wear this every day. Um, I live down in Orange County, and um, it's definitely a very conservative area oh, that yeah. I live yeah, in. You might, you might get hit up down yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can tell you, when I go to Target, like uh-huh. I walk down the aisle with a cart, and, and it's like parting the Red Sea. Everybody just like like dashes off to the side, and they stare as I walk by. So Yeah, well, because the stereotype of what you got on is that yeah. you're Taliban. Yeah, or you're yeah. Like, uh, People see on the news. Right, and, what they and, see on the news, and yeah. that you're, you know, the, the, the big bad Muslim that, uh-huh. you know, they say on tv that you know like you got a bomb underneath your dress or some skirt yeah. or whatever so yeah i get it you definitely look a little intimidating yeah, <laughs> yeah. and you're tall so yes. that don't make yeah. it even yeah. any better you kind of like an osama type you know yeah. what i'm saying well and and i mean it being being trans as well there's a lot of people who just don't understand i i have a deep voice so you piss so off a lot of people i piss off a lot of people <laughs> you piss yep, off yep. the white people yeah you piss off the muslims <laughs> no you know what though you'd be really surprised really i mean when i when i converted to islam i mean i have found just the most welcoming community of of people and um i i find more at home 
amongst other Muslims than I do amongst like you know some of the white people I grew up with and uh-huh. and I, I'm from the deep south I'm from Florida um, moved to California when I was in middle school mm-hmm. and um, and yeah I, I, I feel more at home with with some of these folks who have sort of like kind of adopted me into their community rather than even even family members you know so but you haven't met resistance. I certainly have, um, I, especially in like more more conservative um, communities. I've definitely been to a few different mosques where I did feel like there was definitely um, a lot of eyes on me. <laughs> and and why do you think that is? Um, I just I think that um, I mean being being in the LGBTQ community and and having faith. Um, it doesn't really get talked about very much. I mean, I mean, whether I mean, there's a lot of I mean, like the the churches that I grew up going to. Um, you know, I stopped going to those because there was so much resistance um, and I mean, downright hate towards LGBTQ people. And um, I, yeah, I don't really know what it is because I mean, there nowhere does you know Jesus talk about you know um, being gay or lesbian or queer or trans as being wrong and. I mean, even within Islam, um, I mean, like today, there there are in almost every Muslim majority country, you can read stories about like trans communities in these countries. Yes, these countries have, I mean, all kinds of um, you know um, prejudices against LGBTQ people, but but even still, trans communities exist in these spaces, whether people understand or or, or even notice them or not. Um, historically. Um, like I mean, there 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 are stories about um, the prophet and having uh, there was an individual that was a friend of the prophet and a friend of the prophet's wives, and um, this individual existed in both the space for women and the space for men, um, and and traveled between the two, which was not you know usual at that time. That individual today would probably be regarded as genderqueer or trans. So, and that's and that, that 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 is true. That's a true story. But some countries where the Muslims are very thick and heavy, uh-huh. they would kill you. Absolutely. They yeah. would they would they would chop your head off and they would throw you in the street. Yeah. And and why, I and why I, and would I, why would they well, do that? And I and I uh, if you're if you're if you're honoring the same Allah that mm-hmm. they're honoring. Well. I think it's important to note that, like, Islam itself is not, like, monolithic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, communities are as diverse as in any other faith. Um, so there's different levels of absolutely, Muslims? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there are folks who, who observe, like, you know, like, physical, like, modesty like this. Mm-hmm. And there are folks who, you know, wear, wear T-shirts and shorts every day, you know? So, when you so go, there's, when there's you a go, lot of diversity in, in, in Islam. When you go to the mosque, are uh-huh. you up with the guys or you go to the back where the women are? Um, I actually, um, obviously, like right now because of COVID, we're not actually like oh, yeah. meeting. Oh well, yeah, but when and, you did, um, I actually was was going to um, a mosque where um, I would I would be with the women, um, okay. or I was going to a mosque also that was actually women only and women led too. So and how did definitely the women- like more again? I, I I interact with more progressive Muslims, I would say, than I do with more of the conservative community. And how did they accept? How did they accept you? Um, with open arms. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I again, I, the resistance has been has been very little. Um, I read I read some article recently that um, there are you know between like Muslim communities and like evangelical Christian communities more in the Muslim community. Um, 
say that they're willing to accept like LGBTQ people than in, you know, again, some of these more intense like evangelical communities. So this ain't no get up. This is the real this you. This is the real me. This because is you know how deal. some people yeah. try to do yeah. this just to get attention or, yeah. you know, get some likes. Absolutely. You're not doing that for that. No, You're no, doing this it because is... this is who you are mm-hmm. in your heart. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And so, okay. so yeah, just really important to, to you know, really um, understand again that, that Islam is, is just so diverse and and I would say, you know, any of these, um, you know, places where, um, you know, you see so much discrimination against so many different people, not just LGBTQ people, but um, in these in these Muslim majority countries, um, I would say that's not particularly Islam. That's not Islam. Um, Islam is is a peaceful um, religion, and you get these people that um, will use religion to um, maintain power, mm-hmm. to, to have power over people. They'll use the name of God, um, and they'll use the name of God, I mean, in vain. They're, 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 based, they're making up stuff um, and saying that it's from God. Um, and so I think there's a lot of manipulation um, when it comes to people of faith um, and, and people in power who want to stay in power um, and will influence people to think, oh, well, this is what God wants. You know, this is what God God wants us to to cast these people out, um, and I don't think I, I I believe that God is a God of love, um, and um, I I, just, I I don't feel like um, at least in the Quran that I've read, and in the Bible, and in the Torah, so I've, I've you know I I I enjoy reading um, you know from from all three faiths. I I don't see God as you know a God. That is, that is harsh and cruel and would create um, people that, that that were just so wrong, you know, at our very core, so wrong. I don't, I don't think God would make me the way that I am um, if, it, if, if it wasn't okay, you know. As you, do you have a partner? I don't, not right now. Uh, but when you do have a partner, would they have to be Muslim too? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm open-minded. I mean, I, I, I converted from, from um, evangelical Christianity to, to Islam. Um, I, I think that it'd be nice to have to be with somebody who has faith of some kind, who sort of believes in a higher power and that there's something bigger than us in the universe. Um, but I, I certainly wouldn't hold them to, um, you know, having to, you know, believe in the exact same things that I believe. It, it makes it easier, obviously. But What, what made you convert? You know, it's, <laughs> it's always really hard to explain because... Um, it kind of came out of kind of came out of nowhere. Like I was I was trying a bunch of different churches in Orange County, and um, I, I a didn't really feel very welcome. Um, especially um, I, I grew up in like the Calvary Chapel system, and um, actually like stood up and, and left um, because they were talking about like trans people in a very negative light, and um, it was getting very political too. And so I left that. I tried a bunch of different churches and. Just wasn't feeling at home. Um, wasn't feeling like like there was much God involved. And I mean, there was a lot of. I mean, a lot of those churches have a lot of money down there, and they do a lot of good things with that money. Um, but I felt like you know half the services were like showing off all these things they were doing. Not, it, it wasn't. It wasn't that they were doing them because it was the right thing to do, but it was like just sort of like a a, a thing to look good, you know. Um, and I. Um, again, I was, I was I was searching and somehow just came across some information on 
on Islam online and um, and reached out to um, a, a pro- progressive mosque here in the U.S. And everybody was just so nice and friendly. And there was a simplicity to Islam that I really appreciated. And um, I don't know. Again, I, 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 I was searching. At the time, I was searching, and I felt like I found something um, worth looking more into and, and trying out for myself, you know? And, um, and yeah, and I, I, I really do... I mean, I'm, I'm of I'm I am of the belief that I think that you know the three main like monotheistic religions Christianity, Islam, and Judaism. I mean, they all really come from the same place, and I think that we're all just trying to figure out what's going on and and and, and what what actually is the truth. But I think that all three religions, and we we all can agree that that you know that there is a God, and and I would and I would hope that you know. Um, that they would believe it was a, it was a god of love. Virginia Woolf and poetry, no one seemed to notice me. Being young was getting so old. Cheap beer and cigarettes, life is like a movie set, and I seem to be given no role. But in times of trouble, I can turn to my mother, and I know that she gon' understand. So at age 18, I cried to my mother, and she told me, young man. There were moments when you fall to the ground But you are stronger than you feel you are now You don't always have to speak so loud No, just be as you are Life is not always a comfortable ride Everybody's got scars that they hurt And everybody plays the fool sometimes Yeah, just be as you are Everything was changing, so I thought I was all the way grown. But I can still remember in that cold November when I realized I'm all alone. But in times of trouble, I can turn to my mother and I know that she gon' understand. So at age 22, I cried to my mother and she told me, young man. There are moments when you fall to the ground, but you are stronger than you feel you are now. You don't always have to speak so loud, no. Just be as you are It doesn't matter if you become some star Life is better when you open your heart You don't always have to act so hard No, just be as you are
What's the most happiest time that you've ever had in your life? It's a big question. Um, <laughs> goodness, I you know I went to I went to UCLA um, um, for my bachelor's degree. I got, I got two of them, one in Spanish language and the other in global studies, and you know it was amazing going from a very like conservative upbringing where I really wasn't allowed to really kind of like explore who I am. Um, and I, I didn't really figure out that I was trans until I was, you know, in an environment like UCLA where it was liberal and open and accepting. And, um, you know, I, I, I think that those four years were just so much fun and, and so, um, such an education, you know, getting to meet so many different people and see things from so many different perspectives. And cause I had grown up in such a sheltered environment, you know? Um, and so getting to just, you know, um, learn about other people and, and, and in the process start to kind of figure myself out too. That was really cool. So I would say that, and I got to travel a lot too. I was with the global studies degree, you had to study abroad uh, for a summer. And so I studied abroad in Paris and, uh, that was really cool. <laughs> and what was your most traumatic time in your life? Like the time that almost killed you? Oh my goodness. Um, I've definitely had some really bad um, experiences interacting with my dad. My dad is, is not all that um, approving of who I am. Um, and we've had some really like nasty phone conversations um, and some, you know, like just some nasty verbal fights in person and public and public, public places. And, um, I think every time one of those happens, it kind of kills me a little bit inside, mm-hmm. but, um, but at the same time though, I'm, 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 I'm very confident in who I am and, and in the truth that I'm living and, um, I'm, I'm willing to, to be myself and put myself out there as, as me, um, rather than, you know, hide who I am. And, you know, cause it's, it's very tempting, you know, living in orange County, you know, like I get these stares everywhere I go and, and people, you know, talking and whispering and, and I, and I feel like I embarrass my friends sometimes too. And, um, you know, it'd be very easy. I mean, not easy. I mean, personally, it'd be terrible, but like, you know, just to publicly, you know, put all this away and just, you know, dress like everybody else. And, 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 but I I think that the compromising, you know, who I am, I think think that would kill me. Um, so does it make you sad that your father doesn't accept you? Yeah. Um, it's, 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 it's really, it's really troubling. Um, and I don't really see him coming around. I kind of see him getting worse as the years has gone on. Um, and I would, I would like him to come around, but, um, and I, I mean, I've, I've spent my whole life trying to get his approval, you know, this is one of those situations where, um, you know, my dad's always been very busy and, um, you know, and I, and I, and I still love him and that's why I still try and maintain a relationship with him, but it's really hard because sometimes if, if, if our conversations stay on like movies and baseball, we're okay. But if anything deviates from that, um, if things go, go bad quickly. So how about your mother? Um, my mom, um, is a very, very sweet lady and, um, she, she tries very hard to understand. She messes up on my pronouns quite a bit, but I, I love her a lot and she, she's been trying really hard and same with her family. 
um, that 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 side of the family is just—they're very sweet people, and um, they're they're the kind of southern people that you hear about who would like you know give you the shirt off their back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that you know, so especially like out here in California, a lot of people think the South is just full of like. You know, it's yeah exactly and 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 yes that there there is definitely a a a population of of those folks down there but but the south has some of the nicest people absolutely in the world. absolutely <laughs> um and and i would say that my mom and her family are a prime example of of the kind of good people that you'll find down there um you know when you go down there so so with with that being said your family totally disagrees. You get stares everywhere you go. How do you handle all that rejection? Uh, <laughs> I, I I love myself a lot. That that that's what I would say. I I love myself. Um, and and again, I'm I'm fairly confident and in who I am. And, um, I think that's, that's, you know, I grew up an only child and I feel like since I've always sort of had to like provide my own source of validation and kind of be my own source of entertainment a lot of the time when I was growing up, like this is normal for you. Yeah, this is normal. Like kind of being on my own and feeling alone a lot. I mean, it sucks. Nobody likes to be alone all the time and feel like you're kind of just like fighting against the system all the time. But like, I, I'm kind of used to it, you know, and um, and and so I think in that regard, like as hurtful as it can be, and as much as I I sit there some days, and I really do feel shitty about it sometimes, but like I, yeah, I I I I make it through, you know. This this year's been tough with COVID and like kind of like really genuinely being isolated a lot has been tough. I live alone too, so it's like really isolating. But this year I've really gotten back into into hiking and walking again. Mm-hmm. And so I've been going to the mountains a lot and um, this is the San Gabriel mountains here in LA. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just amazing the kind of things that you can see up there. I thought you had to go to the Sierras to see some, some mountains of, of that size, but like, I mean, like Mount Baldy's 10,000 feet and you really feel it when you're up there. It's, mm-hmm. it's amazing. And you head out towards like San Bernardino and um, you know, uh, San Gorgonio, really beautiful places. And so aside from the time that the wildfires were so bad this year, Mm-hmm. I've been able to spend a lot of my time up there, mm-hmm. my free time, and it's been fantastic. Um, definitely a spiritual place. I, I, I like to say that, like my my uh, my mosque, my my church is is the mountains. You know. So if somebody would say, "Who are you?" Uh-huh. What would you say? Oh, that's that's a, that's a tough question. I feel like I'm I'm a rambler too, so I I feel like my answers are always like these like long winded things. Speak. But I, I would say, I would say, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm a trans person. I'm, I'm Muslim. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a photographer. I'm a writer. I'm a storyteller. Um, and the stories I tell most are my own stories. Um, and as, as hard to understand as they can be to some people, they make perfect sense to me. And so, I guess my life mission is to try and help other people understand. Um, you know, and that can be hard, but, um, I'm going to do my best. So when, when I've read the Bibles on both, both Bibles, the Quran and uh-huh. I read, uh, the, um, the, the, the other, the, the Holy Bible uh-huh. and disciples in the Bible went through a lot of persecution in both Bibles and, and a lot of turmoil on their quest to be great. Yeah. 
Do you sit down sometimes and say to yourself, what the hell am I doing? Why do I put myself yeah. through this? <laughs> yeah, de definitely. I, I do feel like that. But I also, again... Or do, I, you, or do you question God or Allah? Like, yeah, why? Why? Yeah. Why? I mean, I, I, I think that... Um, I, I do think that God kind of kind of sits back and and sort of lets things play out. I don't I, I don't know if God is like intimately involved in every detail um, of of our lives, and so so things are tough. Human human beings are imperfect, and I feel like um, you know we we're gonna run into struggles, whether they're things that we create for ourselves or, or things that society creates for us. And I, I think that those struggles. Um, you know, I mean, it, it can it can hurt faith, but it can also make faith stronger. Um, and I think all you have to really do is just look at some of these again, these figures in the Bible and um, figures in, in in Islam, and and you really start to see, like, yeah, they ran into all these you know terrible things, and some of them got persecuted to the point of being killed, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, but um, you know, I feel like they 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 lived they lived great lives, you know, and they have been inspirations to people ever since. Um, you know, and I think about I think about Jesus a lot, and I think about how I think a lot of a lot of Americans have turned Jesus into this like 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 capitalist bro, <laughs> and Jesus was not. He was a he was a hippie, um, and 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 he wanted to spread the love and make sure people were fed. And I think that I mean I think that a lot of um, just um, folks in the U.S. are really missing the point on on who Jesus is and was and. Um, that really bums me out because, again, there's so many examples that are right there, plain as day, in the books that they that they, that they read every Sunday, um, and and they don't seem to get it. They don't seem to understand that, that helping helping out the poor or you know being more accepting of folks who are on the periphery of of what's accepted in society, like 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 well, why aren't why aren't why aren't the poor and and folks who are different more of a of a um, you know, uh, a priority, you know, to help out and to see and to, and to, and to understand. The Caliente Girls. question is, is so you have a teenager sitting okay. in their room all by yourself confused on which way what gender they are 
what nationality they are, what religion they are, which way they want to go. They want to go left. They want to go right. What would you say to that 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 individual on how to decipher what's good for them? Hmm. Well, um, you know, I, I get a lot of messages on my Instagram from from a lot of I I would you know imagine a lot of teenagers and like twenty somethings. Um, not just from here in the U.S., but from you know places all over the world, places where it, it would be illegal to be trans or gay, or um, and you know my 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 first answer is always will be you know be safe. Um, you know your your health and well being is really important, and if you're in a situation where um, you know if you if you you know you coming out is going to you know put your life in imminent danger, like. Do do your best to find find yourself a different situation to be in. Do everything in your power to get out of that situation where, if you came out, um, your life would be in danger. You know, um, because I, I don't want to say, well, come out. You know, come out of the closet, be who you are. Yay, yay, yay. That's kind of a of a of a very like. I think narrow perspective response to a question like that. I think that you know you got to you got to be safe and be careful but you know pursue who you are if if you're feeling like hey I'm gay or hey I'm trans or or I I feel you know pulled to a different faith than the one I grew up in like these are all questions that that you should pursue you know this is if you're feeling that pull that tug like it's it's probably for a reason you know Ex- explore it but again do it safely especially if you're in a, a, a situation where you exploring that you coming out of the closet and being hey this is me could put your life in danger um you know, uh, it's it's not fair. It's not right. And and you know, I every every day, I the the people who are most prominently in my prayers are the people who I who reach out to me, who message me, who I know um, can't can't be who they are. You know, because if they if they were, then it would it would kill them. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's and that is such a a, a shame um, that that they that they that they can't be out and can't be proud. And that you know, going on a on a on a <laughs> on a page like mine, and that um, that's that's the only like <laughs> real real joy and inspiration they get is being able to see my my Instagram profile from you know halfway around the world. Like I, I wish I wish I could you know reach out to them and, and pull them into a place where where they could be safe to be themselves. And what's your Instagram one more time for people to it's, hear? Uh, just Miss Misty Page. Um, and it's um, it's currently it's currently on private because I've been getting a lot of um, a lot of hate on it. So I, I put it on private, but just request me or send me a message or whatever. And <coughs> why so much hate? Um, election year. Elect. I think people are mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people are mad right now. Um, my my the people who usually kind of levy hate towards my page usually um, Trump supporters. Um, that's 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 the big the big you know audience right now that has been doing that and the other are um feminists in in europe who are very um anti-islam very um anti-trans i mean we all know about jk rowling and some of the things that she's been saying um, on her twitter and the essay that she wrote so there's a real movement in some places right now to sort of throw trans people out of feminism um and so that's sort of where the hate comes from i've very rarely get any kind of hate from from like other Muslims. If anything, it's them being concerned about my <laughs> eternal soul, which I 
appreciate. I appreciate at least it's a it's a message of care rather than a message of you know go die. You know, in the LGBT community, is trans a different outlet of the LBT or is it the it's, same? It's, so it's it's kind of interesting. It's so you know when you think of because like, I heard that just prejudice even in the LGBT. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you look at a lot of. I mean, even even a lot of like like. Um, LGBTQ like support like you know groups and and orgs and stuff like that like you won't really see too many trans people in leadership positions at these places and I can only imagine it's because yeah there there is definitely some tension there I don't really I don't think I know all the history as to why that is but um you know that it's there it's certainly there and it's it's sad that um you know because I mean all of us all of us in that community have grown up with you know, bullies and people treating us badly just simply because of who we are and who we love. Um, and it's a shame that even within the community, there would be there would be this you know fighting and exclusion. And um, you know, thankfully, I don't I don't I don't think that it's um, you know I, yeah I don't know it's 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 there um, and and perhaps it's it's like a little more sinister because it's sort of just beneath the surface. You you won't hear too many LGBT you know LGBT LGBTQ people outwardly criticizing trans people but um it's there it's there you hear about it and again there are just there there are a lot of places where you don't really see much support for the t in the lgbtq community and what is the q for because i thought trans i thought trans was queer so that's that man that's 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 a whole other you know conversation yeah (laughs) it's 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 so the the trans umbrella is 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 more than just um you know uh folks who um identify differently from you know the um the sort of the sex that they were born into Mm um but um queer queer also kind of embraces this this sort of idea that you know um that you can sort of be between you don't have to be like trans female or trans male or cis you know cisgendered male or female like you can be gender queer you don't have to fit into a a box you don't have to fit into the binary um and so i think i mean queer is sort of this 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 very broad term and I, and i'm sure there's probably someone right now who's listening to this thinking well gee this is a very like weak um definition of this but to me like queer covers a lot of the same territory as trans does mm-hmm. Um, and, and really, like, I mean, I think there are so many people who just don't like to be in, in, in a box. They, you know, they, they feel they feel like who they are and how they identify changes, you know, all the time. And they don't feel like being identified as, you know, um, specifically male or female, you know, um, and they don't have to be. You know, we've 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 just just like so many other concepts. We've created this very specific gender binary. Um and I, I don't I don't think that especially um, as time goes on, I don't think we have to abide so strictly by it. Um, I think that um, people can be whoever they want to be um, and and that's that, you know okay. Um, so one more time, give everybody um, oh, have you wrote a book about your journey yet? You know I'm that's that, that's that, that's in the in the works right now. Um, I have been writing some things over the summer, obviously again being isolated like you know there's plenty of time to write and, and do photography and stuff. So I've been I've been doing some writing this summer and yes, I am I'm definitely working on something to put together that um, would kind of I guess help tell my my life story and I'm I'm so much better in writing. I, I am I am not a great speaker, and so 
um, writing is definitely my thing, and I feel like I'm able to articulate a lot better on there. So I'm looking forward to creating something that I think will maybe maybe explain who I am um, in, in the clearest of terms. And so. when the book comes out, you make sure you come here first. Absolutely, so we can talk about it. I will come back here. I'm grateful that you that you all invited me today. And Leila Giancalini, and this is Caliente Girls. My lover's got humor. She's the giggle at a funeral. Knows everybody's disapproval. I should have worshipped her sooner. If the heavens ever did speak, she's the last true mouthpiece. Every Sunday's getting more bleak. Fresh poison each week. We were born sick. You heard them say it. My church offers no absolutes. She tells me worship in the bedroom. Heaven I'll be sent to is when I'm alone with you. I was born sick, but I love it. Command me to be well. Amen. 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 Take me to church.
Robin Taylor. Turn that just up, On Dash Radio. Radio. iHeartRadio app, Apple, Spotify, tune in, and more. Change the world, been going through a lot. God's blessings pouring over me. This life feels like a fantasy. I've been living out my dreams. So, what you doing, baby boy? It ain't stressing me. Oh, from here on, it's smooth sailing. Hear me out. We 
don't gotta argue without a doubt We're coming for your thoughts, so we'll look out From here on it's smooth sailing, hear me out It's all love they say Till it comes time for you to take their place Running to the top even though it ain't no race Acting so cool just to get you through the day Acting so cool just to get you through the day Oh, if things are turned around, we're coming here to stay Me and Nikki Sky, yeah, we're coming here to stay Worldwide, only on Caliente Girls. You're on Dash Radio. We are here with Life Coach, and her name is Isabel. And we're going to find out what it is she does and what she can offer you in the community. Hi, Isabel. Hi, Flo. Thank you for having me. Okay. Tell the people your your full name and what is it that you do. Okay. My full name is Isabel Brinkworth-Martinez, and I'm a health coach. Um... I moved here from Australia just over a year ago and we basically decided to start a new life here for, um, you know, our daughter wanted to pursue her career. And what is it that you want to do? Her do- my daughter. Oh, okay. Yeah, my daughter wants to pursue her acting career. So. Oh, okay. Is it hard to pursue an acting career in Australia? As I wouldn't say it's that it's hard. It's just the opportunities are here. Oh yeah, the opportunities yeah. are better here. I got you. Yeah. Okay. So now that you're here in California, very expensive, lovely California, um, what is it that you will do um, while your daughter is doing all her acting and stuff? Right. So I decided to become a health coach, something okay. that I wanted to do for a long time. Okay. I have been exposed to a holistic approach from Australia. I was, you know, lucky enough to work for a chiropractor, so I liked that holistic approach. I saw what it did for people, how it helped. So I decided to start a course with IIN, which is um, Integrative um, Nutrition School. And it's, you know, it's just something that I feel I can help others because it's my own journey at the same time so basically I'm facing my fears uh, like everybody else have issues we all have problems and it's basically attracting those people that are willing to have a change in their lives that are willing to make a change to follow their dreams and their goals and to support them and guide them and showing them that it can be done okay so you're a certified um, health specialist Health coach. Health coach. Yeah, so we get a certificate. It's a completion certificate, and with that, we are allowed to see clients. But you're not a psychiatrist. I'm not a psychiatrist. And you can't prescribe medication. I cannot, correct. But you can prescribe, you say, holistic? Holistic approach. So I don't prescribe anything. I don't cure any diseases or anything like that. I'm basically, what a health coach does is they listen. Basically like a cheerleader? Yes, I'm. Che- yes, exactly. A life cheerleader. Yes, 
go, go, go. Go, you go, go. You can get out the bed. Exactly. You can do Wash these. Wash your face. Get and, yourself together. Exactly. Okay. Because some people are so depressed that they need somebody like that. They need somebody like that, yeah. And that's a, that's an alternative to a psychiatrist, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay. And a cheaper alternative. Yes. Okay. Correct. But life cultures are not cheap. Mm-hmm. So what's your, what's your what, let's say I'm just bare bottom start out price. What, what, what would it, how much would it be just to get you started with you? Okay, so at the moment um, I'm doing a six month well, wellness program. Mm-hmm. And what that is, is that I see you twice a month mm-hmm. and the sessions go for 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. So each session at the moment is $195. Mm-hmm. However, if you sign before the 31st of December, mm-hmm. it's a 25% discount. And I will honor that for the whole six months. Oh, okay. That's nice of you. Mm. And has your business started doing well since you've been out here? It's just starting. And how has COVID affected it? Uh, it's actually not bad because there's a lot of people I'm finding out there that they, they need that support. Mm-hmm. They're feeling at the moment that, you know, this is happening. Why is this happening now? And basically what it is is... I'm, I'm here to show people that obstacles can be opportunities. Mm-hmm. See it as an opportunity to become a new you, to do something different. Mm-hmm. We're all going through a tough time. We are. But I'm here to support them, to guide them, and basically to put the power back in your hands because you know yourself better than anybody else. Now, how did you learn all this power and, and positive technique stuff? I have is this from straight school or is this from trial and error? This is from a life experience. Okay trial and error, 100%. 100%. Because most people, well, I know that I could deal with anybody that never had trial and error or just went straight by the books. Yeah. Because the books don't always tell the truth. They don't. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the most trial and error that you've ever had to experience? Look, I think um, I've moved country twice. This is my, yeah, I was born in Colombia and I left there when I was 15, moved to Australia not knowing anyone, not a word of English, completely different lifestyle. And I did well. So, you know, persistence, hard work, I'm not going to deny it. I still remember it was very hard at the beginning, Mm -hmm. especially at that age, not having friends, not being able to speak the language. Mm -hmm. I saw my parents working very hard. But through that experience as well, it's like if you put your mind to it, you can accomplish anything. Uh, I was blessed that I come from a very loving home. So I've I've had that support, but I've experienced, you know, people are not going to like you. You're not going to be everybody's cup of tea and understand that that is okay because everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Um, I decided, you know, at my age to come to another country now and start a new life, start a new career. It hasn't been easy. It's been tough. And, you know, like you said, COVID hit and... Every other dream that I had, it just took a U-turn. But it told me that if I stay down, then I'm not going to move forward. All these dreams and all these goals that I have, if I don't take action, nothing's going to happen. So, you know, I started one way that didn't work out. So, okay, let's go back, take a step back and revise everything and see which way is going to work best for me. And it's basically... What I find the best approach is, you know, people sometimes want to hear your story. Everybody has a story and they want to know that if, if you can do it, okay, that gives that hope that it can be done. I guess when it comes to the books, um, you know, they sort of teach you 
the steps that you can take. But at the end of the day, it's up to you. It's up to the individual. You have to have the willingness to want it to change. You have to have that pa- that passion to change your life. Now with holistic, is there foods that you eat? Is there exercise? I mean, does this come with a regimen or, or is it just all talk? No, it comes with the food as well. So basically what I've learned is that we have primary foods and secondary foods. And what that means is secondary foods is what we eat, what's on the plate. Your primary foods is your, your life. So it's what we call the circle of life. You know, your education, your career, your physical activity, your relationships, your home environment, they all play a part in your life. I mean, you can go and have green juices and go to the gym and not be happy. And still be nutty. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some, something is missing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes when we have person like issues in our personal life, in our relationships, or you're having a bad day at work, we tend to go for ice cream or, you know, you go and eat junk food because you're feeling a void. There's something missing there. So it's basically showing you that, you know, let, let's get to the root of the problem because you can eat all the ice creams that you want. That's not going to help how you're feeling. So the idea is to um, have a mutual understanding of who you are. You get to know me, see if there's a click, you know. And if you're happy with what I can offer you, it's basically the first consultation is free. And we spend probably an hour. I'll give you a health history just to give me a background of where you are at the moment. And I also give you that circle of life to fill the dots of where you are at the moment. Have you ever had a client that you couldn't work with that you're just like, oh, I got to give you your money back? At this stage, I haven't. Okay. No. <laughs> Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Okay. Um, and how is it going with, you know, taking your daughter around and, and adjusting to California? We love it. Love it. We love it. Take a deep Let's go. 
Debut show in America. I am Caliente Girls Dash Radio. Los Angeles. You know what you did. You know, you know what you did. You know what you're going to pay for. Tell me how it feels. Tell me, tell me how you feel. Oh, oh. Played your little games. Better know I'm not the same. Does it hurt to lose all control? Now I'm savage, babe. You're the only one to blame. Oh, oh. It's our time to. or whatever, they have a trainer or they have um, a place that they go. So how do you take care of yourself after dealing with so much drama and and, and depression and, and misery? Mm-hmm. How do you take care of your brain and not um, kind of transfer it to yourself? Mm-hmm. 
I also I, I do coaching myself, so I do go to a coach as well when I, I know myself that if I need it, I need to have that balance as well. I mean, there are days that, like everybody else, you know, I just don't feel like doing anything. And I take a look back, it's like, okay, I need a, a tuner basically. Um, I do a lot of acupuncture, I like that. Um, I love walking on the beach, that's one thing I miss because the beaches here are quite far apart from where I am. But I'm drinking lots of water and I try to keep up with having a good uh, food intake, I guess, you know, like your vegetables, your proteins, to have a good balance. So food is very important in this journey? It is, as much as it is your mental health. Mm. It's, it's to find that balance between that between the food that you take and, and how you're feeling. So basically you have to eat organic or you can eat McDonald's and still have a great um, mental state. You know what, Flo, I always tell my clients, if you feel like you want to have whatever it is, if you feel like having that McDonald's, just go and have the McDonald's mm-hmm. because it's making you happy. It's something that you want to do. It's just to have that balance. I wouldn't say go and eat it all the time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you find that... Um, you, I can't tell you what kind of relationships you sh- you should be having. I can't tell you what kind of partners is going to be good for you. Like you only know that. I'm only here to show you and to say to you. You know, like I do it myself. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I just feel like having some burger and fries, and I just go and have them, and it makes me feel good. I'm happy having them. And you don't feel guilty later on and be like throwing up or bulimic and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> You know what, I don't, but then I'm aware of it and I just go and do a workout or I go for a walk the next day. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, how can people um, find you? Okay, so they can find me through, they can email me, mm-hmm. isabel at coasttocoastbalance.com. You better spell that because some people can't write. Yeah, so isabel is I S A B E L at coast, C O A S T. T O C O A S T B A L A N C E dot com. So are you looking at your sign? <laughs> <laughs> Just to make sure I'm saying the right thing. <laughs> and um, um, yeah, uh, they can also look at my website. Uh-huh. So coast to coast balance dot com. Coast to coast balance dot com. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, do you do charitable work or it's all, you know, straight, you know? Cash on hand type stuff. At the moment, it's all cash on hand. hand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if the homeless person comes up to you and says, "Hey, I heard you on the radio. Could you help me?" You'd be like, "Uh, listen, homie, I give you one free session and I'm gone." <laughs> I, I I am offering a free a free session. Okay. All homeless people, you heard that now. Okay. Well, um, anything else you would like to tell the audience before you get out of here? Yeah, I mean, you know, have a look at my website. Uh-huh. Um, there's interesting things there. There's some recipes that may help you. There's also um, a small videos about things that, how you can cope with COVID at the moment as well. Um, yeah, hit me up. I'm, I'm here. I'm willing to listen. And, and, and how has COVID affected you since, since um, I guess, January? Myself personally? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, I guess, I mean, health-wise, I we've been okay Um, it has been a little bit tough because there's changes that I have had to make with um, clients and things like that Um, I mean this I'm lucky because it's virtual and also your daughter's school right so Charlotte um, she's graduated already from school in 
Australia. So she finished high school. Oh, because so I was she, looking at her like she's so young. How did she graduate already? <laughs> and uh, she's doing um, her degree in forensic psychology online. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, my daughter's in college too, and it's all online. And she's like, she was ready to go to the dorm and, you know, do, do the college thing. And then the COVID hit. So, yeah. yeah. What would you say to someone that um, is listening to the show right now that's mm-hmm. feeling very depressed, doesn't know which way to go? Um, maybe even feel slightly suicidal. What would you say to them? Because that's a lot of the suicide rate has went up like sixty uh, percent since COVID. Mm-hmm. So, what would you say to someone like that listening? Look, I know it's hard, um, and there are going to be times, especially now, that things get tough. But I would like if whoever is listening out there, just remember that you are tough. You you, you can handle this. You're not alone. There's always someone there to listen. And I think that the most important thing is for them to know that, that, you know, you you find that person that is going to listen to you. I think we as humans sometimes forget that. And I I guess with COVID at the moment, not having that, that connection, that affects a lot of people. Pick up the phone, send an email, reach out. Um as much as you can stay positive it, it, it all starts with your mind it all starts with you and you only have one chance in life just take it and make the most of it do you think that kindness is dissipated in the world a little bit yeah that it's yeah. more like a me 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 self myself against you type of thing yeah it is that is and i think i mean if for you out there who listening to this if you have a look at my instagram i always do my best to put um positive affirmations and it doesn't cost anything to be kind even you know a smile uh, even a, a thank you some kind of gratitude a please to someone because you never know what other person is going through is your philosophy um, spiritual base or or where do you get your philosophy from when you're helping people? It's more spiritual. I don't base anything on religion. Everyone is, you know, they have their beliefs and I respect that. Mm-hmm. But it's more, uh, you know, the universe has your back. Mm-hmm. You know, just like I said before, if there's anything that I can say for anyone listening out there, you, you we all have a dream. We all have goals. Just get up and, and take action. Don't sit on it. You can do this. I believe so. I so give me your information one more time so they can hear it again now listen closely guys because you want to hear this okay so it's isabel uh-huh. i-s-a-b-e-l at coast to coast balance.com coast to coast balance.com that's very easy to spell coast to coast balance it's in a two or t-o-t what coast is? t-o oh, okay coast t-o yeah because you know people you know got different ways of spelling stuff these days yeah um, okay, well, cool. Um, you heard it here first. Uh, give her a call or give her a, a, a... What's your Instagram? I am Isabel underscore eight. Um, go with the coastcoast.com because you might forget that. Anyway, um, or look at or look her up on... Um, on Look up for Isabel on the Caliente Girls um, Instagram. Uh, we might ha- even have her stuff on our webpage depending on how we talk later on. So anyway... <laughs> So, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely gonna shoot some people through if we can, if we can make it happen. And um, you have business cards and all that stuff. I have, yes. Okay, we got you covered. All right, so you heard it here first. Hey, hey. This is the thought. This is-
listen to our podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, and more.
Contact Billy Rehab Media at 888-475-1567, extension 3. Can't change my hustling ways, just can't help it. I'm stuck in my hustling ways, I can't help it. I'm out here trying to get paid, I can't change my hustling ways. I switch all the long way, I can't change my hustling ways. Sell heat to the hell. I'm a hustler, baby. Put a bitch on the stroll. Have it hitting the strip hard. Bringing back that dope. I gotta get mad. That's what hustlers know. I remember I used to trap outside in that white snow. Hand to hand in grams, serving up the belly coat. Squatting our bandos, blushing my with marble flows. As another day leap, we still plot no dope. And how to get our family to love what's about the hole. Gotta grind harder to the hole, turn it to a ditch. Then come up out the hole dirty, but we feel Just a bit. 
I spun that on my wrist. Two hundred dollars spun that on you. Do me your model, put that on my list. Oh, that he going that foreign again. Killing the scene, bring the core in the end. Murder she wrote, swallow a choke. Hit her and go, I won't call her again. Woke up, running in my own crib as big as a college. Give me your pound of the loudest. Whipping some shit with no mileage. Diamonds cost me a fortune. Them horses all in them Porsches. Can't handle afford it. 4200 my mortgage. Falling on my COVID. You haters, you call me. Only the real get a piece of the plate. Ripping my city and running my state. Keep me up through they run with the case. Won't be then I visit the place. Yeah. And I'm at it again. That go that flow bringing tragedy in. Got me a chain, your salary spent. Just we bring them cavities in. Counting money, hourly trend. Rolling them skinny like Austin twins. Squares, cabinet bins. Neck full of gold, Olympic. Demons on blowing the check on the gear. Falling soon. Then hop on the leer. Trap with them choppers in back of the rear. Sock by said, them killers is here. Woke up early, they mounting. Mine is telling me money. From the show on the show on the show. What's up? Caliente Girls Dash Radio. I'm in here with the guy that I've been messing with for like years, you know what I'm saying? But I'd be on a low profile with them because you know so many people be trying to get at them. And um, but I've been known and I've been known and dude for so many years. And his name is Eric Buccio, and he owns Casa Mexico. Some bomb tequila. I've had all three of them, they're all good. I usually take the the white one. What's the white one called? It's a silver, the Blanco. Blanco. Yeah, yeah. it's a great I choice, the man. silver one. But, um, you know, I tried the, um, I tried the, um, Reseto, Reposado. Uh, Reposado. Yeah, it was yeah. good. You know what I'm saying? But for some reason, I like the white. But anyway, he's here. <laughs> and, um, we're going to talk about his tequila. So, how did all this get started, big dog? Big dog, I'll tell you, first of all, what you just said about you like, you liking the, uh, the silver Hold on versus one the, yeah. Bring that mic to you. There we go. There we go. There we go. Like you just mentioned about you liking the silver, the blanco better than reposado is actually very normal in the industry. Uh, I never tell people to stick to silver, reposado, or añejo. Everybody has a different palate taste, mm-hmm. and I always tell people taste what you like, taste what you want to have that weekend, that day. And if you like the silver, stick to your silver because silver is a real way of drinking tequila. The rest are aged. So with that being said, look, man, this this started exactly in December, which is next month, 21 years in my mind, mm. where I started putting together in my mind, you know what? I think I can do this. Uh, this is something that my family is very passionate about because we're from Jalisco. And uh, I always noticed my parents had tequila bottles for every occasion. It was in our bottles at that time, mm-hmm. but it was so influential and cultural as I was growing up, that I said to my dad and my mom one day, look, 
I'm going to create our own tequila. Our house is a very Mexican household. Mm -hmm. So therefore, when people are walking into these doors, guess what they're experiencing? A Mexican house. Mm -hmm. Reason behind the name, Casa Mexico. So when you open that bottle and you look at that label, that label is the door to our house, mm -hmm. to our Mexican household, where we basically uh, talk about our culture, give you our food, and feed you amazing tequila. That's how it started, and uh, it's been a long journey. I mean, I, I could say 2015 was when I actually really, truly uh, started selling my first bottle, when everything really opened up. Mm -hmm. But it's been a long road, Doug. It's been a long road, man. Everybody just sees the lima and they see the social media, but there's uh, so much behind the scenes. Oh, no. I, you've had partnerships. You've yeah. had all kinds of different things. I, I know some of the behind the scenes. I was there yeah, yeah, in yeah. the very beginning when you was really pushing hard. Most definitely. Yeah, you were. <clears throat> and I've seen you advance, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, good for you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, um, it, like I always say, as long as you beat it, something's going to come. That's exactly right, man. And, and, and honestly, you're one of those, uh, uh, I consider you a friend, like I like to say, a familia, that you've been there from the beginning. You know, when I, when I really started showcasing what I was about to do behind the scenes, you were there, man. So you kind of understand. Your very first tequila commercial. Very true. Very true. You yeah. actually were the that first. That was a bomb commercial too. And, and by the way, one thing I, I always will appreciate about you is you always did it out of the out of your kindness of your heart. You were yeah. like, hey man, you know what? I like you. I like what you're about. Uh, let me let me let me do this. It's like you never asked for anything, man. It was just like you were there for me when I mostly needed somebody to be there for me, especially when we came to the promotional or marketing side of it. Because at that point, I had done a lot of things with some bigger brands work for them but to have your own and have people sort of like you say hey i'm here to help you yeah. it meant a lot man or so push you out there like, push you out there of course i was telling you you should get your own tv show remember that yeah i remember that i mean we all went through our through our reality tv you know go show the world what you're about but look uh my life is a reality tv within uh there's a lot of things that happen in this industry that some people will not understand and possibly will never get involved because of what happens it's cutthroat We're going against some huge monsters. I am a small cat in this industry, but I'm very authentic, man. This is what I do. You know, I can't. I, 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 I always tell people, you can take anything away from me except for my authenticity. So right now, where I sit is a long journey still ahead of me. Yeah. But I appreciate people like you that were there when I really needed most. Well, let me tell you something. Anytime you want to play with big dogs, you have to understand that there's going to be big hits coming against you. Most definitely. Yeah. And either you're going to be a a P about it or you're going to be a beast about it most you know definitely man because this is the P and B game <laughs> that's exactly right <laughs> you know bro I mean I mean I'll edit this but this either you're a pussy or you're a beast and that's all it is to it you, you know, know what I'm saying you know what I'm with you on that <laughs> uh, unfortunately and fortunately for small guys like me that are trying to beat their way up I consider myself almost like a boxer like I'm beating my way up like first round second round third mm -hmm. round and I'm getting hit man because guess what internally You're going through a lot of struggles as well with people that you bring on board that all of a sudden don't work out. Mm -hmm. um, people never see that. You know, people see my amazing partners, you know, like you already know Mario Lopez and Oscar de la Hoya, my, my, my brothers, you know, they're not just partners to me, they're, they're familia. And they're people that have been with me thick and thin. That is the hardest part in this industry. Everything else, as you said, you got to roll with the punches. You're either going to hang out, do your part, or you're going to just completely disintegrate and be one of those tequilas that just came in and left. To me, it's the familia who's made me what I am now. Like people that've been around me for for a long time. Well, business is always a tricky thing, but when you're in business with people that you think you can trust, 
you're going to always find that you're going to be disappointed. Yeah. It's just part of the game. Because as you as you get bigger, they think they're on the same level and their their money wasn't big enough or their their effort wasn't as big as yours. So why do they why do you feel that they should get the same? But in their mind they feel like because I was hanging with you, I should get the same amount as you. And that's 100. not how it would really go. Now man, you know the way it goes, the way I personally think it goes, if you ever get to the limelight and you ever really get out there and do something massive with a brand any basically any category is take care of the people that were there with you right mm -hmm. but you never should ask for it it should always come alone and some people expect handouts mm -hmm. and nobody understands uh you know starting a company like this in such a crazy just competitive industry that i don't know what's going to happen tomorrow and they already think that you got it made. It's not the way it is. You know, you, you don't have it made to yeah, you. Because you can get knocked out by somebody super big in like a couple of minutes. And if they really want to squash you. That, that's exactly right. So you can never think you got it. You know, that, that's definitely not the way to go. You just got to day by day. To me, guess what? I love what I do. It's not a job for me. It, it's my life. It's my dream. Mm -hmm. uh, but if I could, if I can motivate and help somebody that has the same sort of dream as I am, as, as I have in any industry, why not? Right. Yeah. That, that's what it's all about it's not really about you becoming this conglomerate and the big old beast around the world I just want to do what I do this is what I love to do and it's been it's been a great ride but it's been a roller coaster of a ride and if you can make money doing what you love to do that's even better bro that that that, that that's a blessing in disguise right there right because more money more problems as you know oh yeah <laughs> you know that story now when I met you you didn't even have a child yeah, that's true. And, and he's seven. And you're so seven, bro. You, man, that shows you how long I've known you because how's your daughter now? Yeah, my my daughter's five years old. Five? Yeah. And you still have the little dog? Uh, yeah, I still okay. have her. She's uh 15-ish yeah. now. Still looking great. You know, she's getting older, so... Uh, uh, God forbid something happened to her. What's the dog's her? name? Dolce. Dolce. Yeah, 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 our yeah, Dolce, yeah. bro. She's still around. She's amazing. She's uh, she's my other child. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's that a, was you, your child before you Remember child. that? Yeah. I love my dog, man. Uh, we all love our dog. But yeah, she's still around, thankfully. Wifey is great. You still do Buccio clothing? No, you know what? I, I put that on the back burner for a while. Mm -hmm. You know, that's one of those things that actually set me. That that clothing, I like to call it how it is. You know, like clothing sort of flake. Uh, uh, uh. What happened to me in the clothing industry, which was I, I learned a lot about mistakes that I've done before, mm -hmm. that's helped me be what I am now. You know, it helped me sort of understand different categories of businesses, network, but at the same time, stick to what you believe in, mm -hmm. but understand your faults and what didn't really happen with you when it came to the business. Remember back in the day, everybody and their mom had a clothing line. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Mm -hmm. So uh, it was like the worst time, but guess what I'm doing with this? Same thing, everybody and their mom has a, a tequila these days. I don't know if you heard all the up and up on, on tequila, uh, brands and what they're oh, yeah, doing everything's yeah but you've been doing this you was that late you got like a good head start because you've been doing this for way before a lot of other people were but yeah everybody wants a cosmetic everybody wants a tequila everybody wants a this and that but it's just a matter like i said it's p's and b's in it so it's just a matter of how hard you're gonna press that's it that's really it man so like i said i, I learned a lot from my other endeavors I love the industry, the fashion industry. I will always be a part of it, especially because I grew up with women, as you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, it taught me so much to sort of prepare 
uh, within the networking uh, industry, especially in this industry of the tequila, which is basically food products. It's not just tequila. It's 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 food and beverage, which is what I grew up with with my father. You know, so I love what I do. I think everything I've done, all my endeavors, you know, I have other side businesses as well that are small scale, but I just love what I do. And everything I do, I try to do it with the almost passion. Not everything is going to be a hit. You know what I mean? That That's for damn sure. So I've learned that, that just do it because you love it. Don't do it because you're, it's going to be a complete success because you never know if it's going to be a complete success. have cigars too right yeah the cigar thing you know what it's something that i always been passionate about uh it it's in the back burner because of covid 
Uh, you know, 2020 was a big, uh, we had some amazing lineup launch for, for our cigars. Uh, and we teased a lot, but unfortunately, COVID just came and threw the monkey wrench on, on that system. But it's something that I completely want to do 2021. It's already lined up. We got some amazing cigars, you know, uh, great quality. But first things first, you know, I, I'm a tequilero at heart. I've been doing this for such a long time that I think as I progress, different categories of, of, of products I will start bringing in. And how did um, how did COVID affect the tequila market for you? Look, the first couple months, it was scary for everybody because everything was locking down, you know, lockdown, lockdown. We didn't know what to expect. And now they're saying they're going to lock down again. Yeah, they're saying it again. So my biggest concern was obviously, you know, everybody suffered the same sort of consequence where it's like lockdown, what's going to happen to me? Unfortunately, and I say this with all due respect, people started drinking more, mm -hmm. you know, and that to me, when I created Casa Mexico, it was really more of, I want you to share the moment with your family member, that friend, enjoy, endure, you know, savor the moment. It wasn't so much about drink, drink, drink and get slammed and forget what happened yesterday. Mm -hmm. Not so much, but people started drinking a lot, man. And, you know, tequila industry sells and just in general, the category of alcohol has been booming. You know, to me, that's nothing I completely feel like uh, proud of because I know the reason behind it. But if it makes people feel a little bit better, I suggest go home, have a sip of that, you know, with your, with your husband and wife, you know, your best friend. Do it the moment, you know, but it's booming. You know, it's a booming industry right now because of what's happened. That's why everybody and their mom has their own tequila now more than ever. Because the numbers are up to here, man. I mean, it's 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 a huge, huge industry, and day by day, you get new tequilas coming out. So, general, the industry, we're doing great. Um, once again, not the right cause because at the end of the day, I feel for my local bar, bar and restaurant. You know, those are the people that I started with. Those people are the ones that I actually uh, uh, knocked on their door and allowed the opportunity to sell my product for the first time. So I feel for them. You know, at the end of the day, they're me. I'm them. We're the regular small guy just trying to make it against these big dogs. So that's what I'm really worried about. Industry is great, but the feeling is not so great. Mm -hmm. And um, what do what's up? What's next for you for 2021? 2021. Look, we're expanding. You know, state by state, if you will. Uh, I think something very important to us is to really get our our uh, our story out. The way I met, uh, you know, my my, my bros. Um, getting out there showcasing our product what makes Casa Mexico different you know to all these other tequilas well one of the main things is we're completely authentic 100% Mexican made by Mexicans you know and that's very different I want everybody around the world to taste Casa Mexico it doesn't matter what you are culture, race to me I don't care about that next path 2021 is identifying uh, the market where are where will people be at 2021 what's their feeling behind trying to party, hanging out, having a good time. I feel that that's what we're all worried about more than anything because I know people want to let free and be, they want to get out, man. You know, these people don't want to stay in anymore. So I think what awaits for us 2021 is really finding out what's going to happen to your mom and pop, to your local restaurant, to your local uh, liquor store, making sure that the local businesses can hold, just, just, can hold on tight and, and make it to the 2021 because a lot of them closed yeah they're closing up man especially this next lockdown as you mentioned I'm concerned man because like I said those are my people so I don't know what really come 2021 a lot of big retail's closed <clears throat> just imagine that restaurants closed 
big retail stores, big retail food stores. Mm-hmm. If they're closing up, you could imagine what's happening to Mr. Mom, jo- and Pops. Mom and Pops are suffering, man. So 2021, honestly, all I can say, the way Casa Mexico, the way we're taking it on is day by day. Mm-hmm. It's truly, the, it, that's the truth. So what drove you into doing this? You know, my, the way I was brought up, you know, my culture, my parents, you know, uh, amongst many parties that they would throw, they were always very great people, to, very host, they love to host people. When I was five years old, I remember my dad always pulling out the bottle and having a great time at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. And I never will forget, I think one of our first funerals that we attended or had, even at our house, people were crying and crying and crying. At the end of the day, everybody was having a good time and reminiscing and reminding themselves the person who had passed away was in that in that casket mm-hmm. had smiles on their face and when I saw that and I gradually saw that all the way to I was a teenager my parents would always have a good time with a tequila bottle in the presence mm. and I was like you know what this actually brings people together and if you do it the right way you can enjoy it this is the reason why I truly feel that sparked my interest and wanted to bring something smooth subtle with great texture with a great story because it comes from a very authentic place our Mexican family that's the way it started man it really was influential for my parents and seeing what they would do to make sure that people had a great time at my house and it was always a bottle out now what was the what was the most happiest time in your life happiest time outside of the kids outside of my kids that was about to say that right uh, honestly uh, happiest time in my life uh Meeting my wife. Yeah, man. She's been my rock. You know, she's that person that I, that always believed in me, thick and thin. I always believed in in my mind and soul and my endeavors and never doubted me. Uh, happiest time of my life, getting married um, and my whole, her family and my family getting together and having this feast along with our product was mind-boggling, man. I never thought that would happen, by the way. Mm-hmm. I always figured, hey, we're going to have a nice wedding mm-hmm. and we're going to have all different types of te- tequilas. Mm-hmm. Guess what? We had our own product in a lot of ways. It was already in my mind. It was cooking. It was just getting started. And that night was probably one of the most specialest nights of my life. What was the most traumatic experience in your life? Traumatic experience has to be... Uh, a few deals that, that that fell through that were right there and then finding out they came from the wrong people uh, from the dark side if you will um, you know almost closing the deal basically said this is done we got an amazing thing about to happen we have a major investor here and it so happens it wasn't the right investment you know and that, that was really hard because we were at a moment where you know things were coming down you know we were having a issues and I was having financial issues how to keep afloat and it came perfect and then it just vanished in the most horrible way um, so I think that's probably one of the, it hasn't been a lot of that trauma if you will uh, losing people losing friends you know uh, uh, a few friends and family members that passed away has been very traumatic but that you kind of learn to live with it uh, when you experience something that hits you right in the heart if you will it's different who, who is gone out of your life that you wish was around to see you now? That's a great question, man. Uh, I mean, I have a few people that for sure I wish they would see me now, but 
The first person that came to your mind. My cousin Gonzo. He's uh, he's uh, wasn't blood related, but I grew up with him in in the states. Uh, he passed away many years ago. Uh, we we're best friends. Um, and when he passed, you know, it was uh, that was traumatizing for me because losing somebody so close, mm-hmm. so tragically, um, has left a, a mark in my life. But I think that would be the person that would look back and say, "Damn, man, I'm proud of you." You know, uh, you were always the go-getter. Because he wasn't. He was off in very chill mode, relaxed, never really had any plans. Just a cool, overall, relaxed kind of guy. That was a complete opposite. I was the OCD. Had to get shit done right. I had to be there on time. Total opposite. But I think he would be very, very proud. Dash Radio. Dash Radio. Trying to give a feedback, light skin, right grin, body frame type then beautiful hyphen, me and you the right man. Next stop, did it big out in Frisco. Had a couple hoes sipping on Cisco. Had to eat the cookie up like Nabisco. Hot slippery, wet sex, no Frisco. Got a few way time I cross state lines. And when I'm back home, shorty, no FaceTime. No break time, coke by the waistline, no date time. She gon' spread the word like dateline. Sex, no flex, I'm just out here trying to get a check you know. Try and hit a little something for the next show I done seen more cat than Petco Mark said let's go, throw it like Bledsoe Had her in the bed on the set, she was wet though See these hoes, know there's no love, all sex Bad bitch in a Frederick corset No sweat, now I got a dip, shorty upset But don't fret, I'll be back for the next check Every other city got in the works it's, it's sort of sitting there in barrels if you will uh but you know we're looking at a walk before we run 
you know, it's there. It's there. Trust me, we have an amazing category of of products coming. It's just this is the forte. This is the main fort right here. This is these are the soldiers right now. But yeah, you could you best believe we have some some yeah, nice the, the, uh, the, the five hundred dollar Casa Mexico. Yeah, it's gonna be five hundred <laughs> Casa Mexico, but I mean, I, it'll be it'll be a, a nice you know a few bucks, you know. Yeah. But look, at the end of the day. I consider myself, I got a great package, great product, at an amazing price. I just want people to taste it and enjoy it. I put this up against Patron. I don't know why people love Patron so much. I just think it's a product name. It's like McDonald's. Why do people love McDonald's? Because it's a product name. But when I taste the Patron and I taste the Casa Mexico, I honestly like the Casa Mexico better. Yeah. I mean... uh, It's uh, smoother. uh, It's got a better taste. I can drink the Casa Mexico like water. Grump, grump, yeah. grump. It's very smooth. What I like to say when it comes to that, you know, because I respect every tequilero out there, uh, and and I, and I have a lot of respect for the big brands. You know, they put tequila on the map for all the smaller brands like myself. Uh, I can say this. This is what I hear from 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 our, our consumer, our familia. Uh, it's a more exquisite product. Uh, and I know that for a fact because I quality control it. And, and I know what we put in there. Let's sweat in tears authentic as you can be the bigger brands i mean you know uh uh i go off of what people say like i said i, I let people judge my product and that's about it and i hear them saying the same thing you're saying so look it comes from a great authentic place we don't mess around with our production we're legit uh it's blood sweat and tears once again and i'm not in here uh we'll give you a mediocre product especially not with mexico in the name you still got you still go to the festival you know what? I was going to the festivals, but this COVID situation has been mm. dormant. But yeah, of course, festivals are huge, man. You got to get the word out there. You got to let people taste your product in order for them to understand yeah, what you're about. With you in Tijuana that time. Remember that huge one? That was one of the. That's one of the biggest. I forget about it until I start talking to you and say, "Oh yeah, I went to the festival with him." Oh yeah, I went remember that? Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, you see, yeah, we go way back, bro. Yeah. Go way back, bro. Yeah. Are you still with that dude? Nah, man. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, look, there was many dudes at that time. If mm-hmm. which is which, what dude do you mean? Because there's Armando. some. Oh yeah, that's my boy. Oh Armando, yeah, that's my brother, man. That's that's my older brother. Yeah, he's still around. He's he's doing his thing as well. Um, he, you know, when you have those type of friends that have been there thick and thin, mm-hmm. that's it right there. Those guys, the death do me part. You know that guy's. Uh, that's my homie, man. That's that's my older brother. Um, He's uh, he's family, so he's not going nowhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was out there with you and Armando. Man, those were nights, man. Those were like, that's the time when we were showcasing a product to hear what people said about it. And and you won years, twice, two years in a yeah, row. Yeah, two years in a row. Yeah, I mean, it's been a long journey, brother. Mm-hmm. It's been a long journey. You know, one thing I always like to say that when people people just see the limelight, oh, you were hanging out here, you did that, I saw you traveling here. They have no idea how hard it is to be a father, husband, entrepreneur, dreamer, and at the end of the day, a regular person. And, I, and then they don't see the sleepless nights. They don't see the <laughs> the money nah, worries bro. or the oh my or god. The, or when you think you're hitting when you're really not, and then you you, you got a Peter Pay Paul to make sure that this is taken care of because you got this. Well, they don't see all that. They never see that, bro. Yeah, and that's the unfortunate see, part. They just see 
Oh, you're in magazines. Oh, you're in the stores. You must be balling. See, that's the thing. People don't understand that. It doesn't matter if you're in 10 magazines or this. That doesn't mean you're getting paid a shitload of money. Yeah. That just means you're jumping on something that's going to give you some sort of promotion to hopefully help you tell your story more. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you're ranking it and, you know, cashing in. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with it. I mean, you know, we're entertain- we were in the entertainment business for a long mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. How many entertainers look like they have millions and millions of dollars? A million of them. <laughs> exactly. So it's sort all of, of them, how many of them live at their mama house? That's a million ex- of them. That's exactly right. Yeah. We know a little, we know, we know, you know, we know the story. So, yes, we know the story. yeah, man, it's been uh, definitely not like that. I love what I do, and at the end of the day, we still got a long road ahead of us. Well, anyway, man, tell everybody how they can find this um, good this good tequila. Yeah, definitely CasaMexicoTequila.com is the best. Social media, Casa Mexico Tequila, Instagram, Facebook, that's the best way. Obviously, our website has all the, all that, all the above. Uh, that's the best way to get a hold of us. And you're in Ralph's out here in Santa Monica. Correct. And, and where else are you? Ralph's Food for Less, Vallarta Supermarkets, mm-hmm. Northgate Gonzalez Supermarkets, online as well. Uh, we're we're out there, you know, and and we're 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 big on local community. Yeah, y'all were on Helen. I mean, I yeah, Helen. Yeah, know, yeah. That stuff. well, Mario was. Yeah, Mario's. Uh, uh, you know, he's an amazing, once again, brother and ambassador and, and, and real true partner. Mm-hmm. And, and Oscar's done some amazing things for the brand as well. But yeah, Mario's got a Rolodex and some big dogs, man. Well, that's good, man. You um, one step at a time, stay humble and stay grinding. That's all it is, man. That's all it is. One day at a time. Um, I'm happy uh, to see you again. Uh, it's been a while. Uh, I'd love to see what you've done because I, I remember what you and I have had ups and downs. And, and uh, I'm proud of you, man. So thank you for this invite, and uh, oh, yeah, I'll yeah, be around. Yeah, yeah well, um, like I said, y'all go out there and get that Casa Mexico. It's very smooth. It's very good. You know, go from the ghetto to the Mexico. Estás escuchando Caliente Girls on Dash Radio. Caliente Girls.